is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. So I will continue the series that I have been doing, which is titled The Season of the Double. Now, God is saying that for everything that you have gone through, for every pain, for every shame, your restoration is twice more than the shame that you went through. Clap your hands and shout and say, I received the double. Come on, say it again and say, I received double. I have picked it, uh, my series, from the encounter Elijah had with his boss, Elijah, when double portion of Elijah's spirit was released upon him. The event of which made him perform double the miracles of his master, 14 as against 7. And I am here to prophesy that the sons of the latter glory shall be greater than the sons of the former glory. When the time comes for the Lord to bless you, the Lord will bless you with more money than your father, the apostle general. Oh, come on. Somebody say, I receive it. I didn't hear you. Clap your hands again and say, I receive it. Hallelujah. This is your season for the double. And as part of my series, I have been looking at the miracles that Elisha, God, has, God used Elisha to perform and how they relate to our contemporary situation and how we can realign ourselves and spiritually uh, relocate ourselves for us to receive the encounter for the double. So we started looking at the chapter 6 of the second kings of the miracle of the axe that sank. And how by the stroke of the defiance of the law of buoyancy and the law of density ratio, the law scooped literally the head of the axe from the bottom of the water to float on top. Today, Mother's Day, I'll be looking at a destitute woman, a poor woman, a single mother who was at the verge of losing her two sons and how God's miracle power intervened. And how you can do some of the things that the woman did so that you can turn your situation around and sing the Lord's song even when people are crying and people say there's no hope for you. Do I have an amen in the house? Amen. And that story is in Second Kings chapter number 4. And today's message is entitled Go sell the oil and pay your debt. Go sell the oil and pay your debt. It is a season of cancellation of debt. It's a season of debt free. It's a season in which God is changing you from being a borrower to a lender. I said I'm moving you to the season of borrowing. You have enough to loan money to others. They didn't receive it. They didn't receive it. See. See. Somebody sitting by you that looks ordinary. Something is turning around in the realms of the spirit. Before the end of the year. I'll be introducing that person to you as a millionaire. Yeah. Clap your hands and shout out a seven. It's possible. But the revelation the Lord has given to me is possible. Second Kings chapter number four. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha saying, your servant, my husband is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be slaves. So Elisha said to her, 
what shall I do for you? That, 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 that question confuses me. The woman has just come to tell you her problems. That I'm owing. The creditors are coming to take my sons. Uh, 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 in exchange, you know, for what I'm owing as slaves. And the woman has just told you, and then you ask the woman, what shall I do for you? What kind of question is that? The woman needs money. The prophet didn't have money at that time. Then Elisha asked a second question. So what do you have in your house? What do you have in your house? And she said, your maid servant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. And the reason why she answered, I have nothing is that the oil that has been in the house has been very insignificant and unnoticeable. And I'm here to ask you what is in your house? What is under your bed? What is under your pillow? What is it that is in your house that you have never respected? I prophesy to you in the mighty name of Jesus. That thing is about to bring you a turn around. So somebody who has been walking past you, walking past you, walking past you, walking past you, you have never noticed. Suddenly that person is going to be the agent of change in your life. Am I talking to somebody here? That's, that's the God that I serve. If you can understand God and be able to explain God, then he ceases to be God. If you can explain him, then he's our equal. But when you come to the place where you can't explain God, his moves are just something. You, you what do you have in your house? What do you have under your bed? What is it that you have that you have ignored? God is about to use that thing and turn that thing around. <laughs> uh, then he said to him, go borrow vessels from everywhere. From all your neighbors. Empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. Do not gather. If you go and gather plenty and when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and you and your sons. Then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured it out. Verse 6. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is no vessel again. So the oil ceased. Verse 7. Read with a loud voice. Ready? Go. That's where my message is. Ready? Go. Then and he said, Go sell the oil and pay your debt and you and your sons live on the rest so God did not only cancel the debt but God gave her access to be able to take care of the children to pay their school fees to finish secondary school, finish university and to be able to while they were doing national service she was supporting them financially that's, that's what is going to happen to you God will bring you somebody who will sponsor you even your first three years of salary. Once you receive salary here, some money is coming still. Yeah. Say amen. amen. Some of you have decided that you want to disgrace me and dishonor me and, and make my life miserable and I'm watching you closely with the eye of anointing. The day I will open my mouth, those sons they will be in trouble. I'm talking an example of a certain pastor in this church who was going to get married to this beautiful girl from a good home. So, 
They asked, they asked him to come and introduce. So the girl said, my parents want to see you, my family. When their mother, father, brother, sisters were sitting, and so then they asked the guy, so uh, what do you do? He says, I'm a pastor of Royal House Chapel. They said, Royal House Chapel, which one? They said, oh, Apostle Jenna Sam Krenshanka. Oh, 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 oh. So the invocation of my name quickly brought acceptance. And understandably so, whose son are you? The moment they know who your father is, they can determine your spiritual DNA and they can determine where you are going. Because when they see your father, some Kranchiankra, how tall he is in the spirit, how strong he is in the spirit, the upright man that he is, the man of vision that he is, the man of focus that he is, they know that like father, like son. But this one, alas, it was not to be so. Some strange son be. I don't know what spirit is inside of him. I don't know what DNA. Hey! Finally, they gave him this beautiful Dada ballistic girl. Then they went and married. Quarrels be what? Every day this boy is fighting. Every day this boy is fighting. This girl gets pregnant. And this girl, you know, as a result of the fight and the pregnancy, the parents asked that she should come over and stay with them, you know, for a while. So she was there when she delivered. Do you know that this pastor refused to go and name the child? Oh, how can you disgrace me and disgrace the spirit of the house like that? He refused to go and name the child. Finally, I had to send elders of the church. I said, Look, elders, go and name the child. Give the child any name. Uh, if you like, uh, first name and then middle name, Royal House Chapel. And then add water. Because I, I was getting frustrated and get tired. I said, Go and name him anything. So we went and did the naming. And, and, and hear me, sons. Hear me, sons. Hear me, sons. I am not begging you to be of good behavior. No. I, I am impressing it upon you and commanding you. Why? Because as long as I remain your father, as your father is, so you must be. be because that is the expectations of the world. They are not expecting you to be any different from your father. If your father is a success, you must be a success. If he doesn't beat his wife, you don't beat your wife. If your father pays school fees, you must pay school fees. What your father is so, you must be. That's why you are here. Not only be after your father, but you must also carry the spirit of the house. I'm getting somewhere right now. The prophet Samuel, he said to Saul, he said, when you go, you meet a group of prophets coming from the mountain top and you see them worshiping and they are prophesying. When you get into collision with them, when you get into association with them, the spirit that is upon them will come upon you. Then you will begin to prophesy like them. So it means that the association where you are, the spirit of the house and association must come upon you. If people are loving their wives in Royal House Chapel, you have to love your wife. If we are Bible believing, you have to be Bible believing. If we love prayer, you have to love prayer. If we love worship, where you are, you must be affected and infected and injected by the spirit of the house. I'm not begging you, please. I'm, I am impressing you. I am commanding you that this one, no negotiation. As your father is, so you must be. Oh, let me come home. Let me come home. Can you imagine one day, Mama Rita and myself, we are in our bedroom that we hear, we hear our, our, our door knocking. Then we open our daughter-in-law, Jacqueline, Granchi Ankara, with bruises all her, over her face. I said, Jacqueline, what is that? Mommy, Papa has beaten me. I said, who? Which one? Papa. This one, my son. You, you know what I'll do? 
I will lock myself in a room and declare 21 days of prayer and fasting. Uh, and prayer and fasting, I will not be asking God for forgiveness. I'll say, hello, where is this spirit? When I open the door after 21 days, I'm going to look for seven psychiatric doctors for my son. Because he comes from a home where the father has never lifted his hand upon his mother before in 30 years of marriage. So that spirit, he must follow. He must walk through it. He comes from a house where daddy pays school fees. So he must pay school fees. Hear me? The way I honor this woman, that's the way you must honor your wife. And your girlfriend. And your fiance. Because I grow better if you are not part. If the man starts beating you right now, I want you to know that in every meal there are three meals starter, main meal, and dessert. If he has started beating you now, that is the starter. When it comes to the main meal, your face will be bruised. By the time he has the dessert, you run away to your mother's house. Tell somebody sitting by you when you are going to marry, marry well. Tell when you are going to marry, marry well. Oh, 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 please, professor. When you are going to marry, say marry well. Oh, come on, talk to somebody. Say when you are going to marry, marry well, marry well. One day I was looking at a scenario like this. So, if you are a father who is a woman beater, you'll be beating your 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 wife, and then your son also marries, and your son starts beating his wife, and then the wife comes to report to you, Daddy, Daddy, your son Kwame has been beating me. So I said, Daddy, what, what counsel will you give? Look, let me give you the honest counsel. Tell your in-law, car for low from. Tell him that. So when you look at the text that we have read, it, it tells you how God prizes the dignity of the single woman. When a single woman is, is pushed in a, in a place of poverty and, and hardship, look, look at that, that woman. You know, you know who caused her the problem? She was married to a pastor who was broke. A prophet's wife. And the man borrowed and borrowed and borrowed and borrowed and died on top. And left this woman in debt. So I identify two single mothers here. The, the true single mother, the one who doesn't really have a husband, single mother. But there is also another single mother, married but single. There is a father in the house, but she's still single because the father is paying nothing no school fees, no electricity, no chop money. You are married, but you are single. May the Lord deliver you from that situation. And may the Lord turn the heart of your husband around. Can I hear somebody say something will happen? Tell someone why something will happen. If you are sitting by a man, say from today be a man, be a man. Tell the man, take leadership, take leadership. Tell the person, be, be a leader in your house, be a leader in your house. Be a leader in your house. There is a spirit in this house, there is a spirit in your father. You, you cannot just afford to be something else. You have to be what your father is. That's why you sit at my feet every day and I pour my spirit and lay my hands and prophesy. You are supposed to be like me and bigger and better than me and more prosperous than me. That's my desire. Can you make me proud? If you want to make me proud, give me a high five in the air. Say, I rest. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Amen. 
the, the, the prophet, the prophet was able to solve the woman's problems. So number one lesson, God, the, the single woman and the, and, the, and the struggling mother and the mother who is struggling and suffering and as a matter of fact, anybody who is suffering with, with financial problems and situation, God cares. God cares. Here are three conditions that I pray that people, people who are going through these Will 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 be will be will be. Uh, 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 God will grant them the grace to go through. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me let me do this one first. Celebrating the life of Madame Victoria Chupizida. That's my mother. In my tribute to my mother, here's what I wrote in part. As we grew up, we observed that every morning you read your Bible and Yen Kwan So that is the Akan Daily Devotional book. It was my mother's favorite. You daily knelt by your bed and you communed with God through prayer. Learning this practice from you is what has made us who we are today. We witness your hard work as a single mother, my mother raised seven of us to provide for us. You roasted plantain by the roadside. You fried donuts, popularly known as bow fruit. You baked bread, cakes. You sold oblayo, equig beam. Sometimes, when the bread did not turn out well, Due to fake or inferior baking ingredients, you would instruct us to reduce the price so that customers would patronize. On such occasions, you did not make profit at all. Your love, your sacrifices, your faith, and your fighting spirit served as inspiration and laid the foundation for who we are today. Thank you, Ima. Then let me just jump to the conclusion. I concluded by saying, amongst many other things, I said, You have fought a good fight of faith. You have run the race. You have served your generation according to the will of God for your life. Today, we celebrate your departure by echoing the words of Acts chapter 13, verse 36. For David, after he had Served his own generation by the will of God, he fell asleep. Ima, you are only sleeping. When you wake up from your sleep, we shall meet you again. And then here was one of the lines that I left with. I, I, I think I should be. I said, Mama Rita and I can no longer pass through your quarters to ask for prayers before traveling for our apostolic missions. I saw it all. A woman whose life was... You, you think that she wasn't born with blood and flesh and blood. One problem after the other. One pain after the other. One shame after the other. One disgrace after the other. One person... 
And yet, the last 20 years of her life, and particularly on the day of her celebration and departure to be with the Lord, was amazing. Presidents, archbishops, men of God, prophets, politicians, former presidents, national salute, national anthem. Oh, I said, I said, God, you, you can do things like this. That woman, plantain seller. God cares for the woman. God cares. God, God has them at heart. So, so when you are, you, are, you are a man and, and you are making a woman's life miserable, be careful, man. Be careful. If you want to live long, one of the secrets is to honor the woman God has given to you. The mother of your children. One, that's one of the secrets if you want to live long. We buried my mother at, at her hometown, uh, Brekusu. And, and I was at Brekusu. Police convoy, military convoy. Hey! A whole debate of the chiefs of the people in the area. They gathered. The, the regional, the eastern regional minister left Koforidia to come and meet me at the entrance of the Ebri, you know, Accra Ebri entrance. And her convoy also led me. Oh, I say, Auntie Vic, Auntie Vic, look at you. Yesu Christo refrao Odin Kwansu rebrao Come on, that's my song I don't go on I am a bro See, so when I was, I was preparing this other song, I sang it and I was crying and I was singing and I was crying I was singing and I was crying Oh, when you me dead I was intelligent If it had not been for my mother, all my intelligence would have remained in my head It was my mother who sold her cloth and other things and checked me into school so I can speak English so I can research the difference between me and the others is because I am educated I am balanced and the others because of the lack of education they do things in excess they start frowning on the ethics of ministry when you are educated, education shapes your activities and your actions. And so, and so you work in power, but you, you work also in ethics. And diligence and intelligence. And I owe this to my mother. I owe this to my mother. Yes, can you show them the meaning of what we are saying, Kofi? Jesus Christ is calling. He's inviting you. He's inviting Why? Because he has some grace. He has some grace for you. And it's from above. It's from above. And which is overflowing. And it is overflowing. Oh, Jesus, give me this one. Yes, yes Christ. Come on now. Hey! I there are three conditions when you are passing through. It's, 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 it's painful. It's bitter. But somewhere, somehow, God still turns things around. The first one is the condition of when you have to accept 
and tell your story as it is when you have to tell your problem your weakness your story as it is when you have to tell your problem as it is number one it's a very difficult condition the second condition when you have to borrow when you have to borrow it's a very difficult condition number three when you have to lock yourself in the room not because you are sick but something is locking you up in the room it is not an easy condition the first one when you have to tell your story as it is it's not easy how do you a man with two balls you go to your friend with two balls the same church the same school the same degree you are working same salary every day you are broke and i say charlie i hear me palm i'm broke uh, they are coming to cut off my electricity so can you borrow me money see god didn't create us like that when god created man he put what is called dignity self-respect self-esteem and a little pride in you that protects you don't don't think that all pride is is is, is wrong there's a certain pride that makes you maintain your dignity and your respect that pride is very good that pride is what when you are hungry you don't easily want to tell your neighbor because god has put some dignity that you don't have to beg people for food the, the dignity in everyone is that you work and put food on your table that that spirit is a good one because if you like if you like when church closes start going to people and asking people for money for transport and see next week when you come to church whether somebody will sit by you if people notice that you you come to church and every day you are begging people for money what is going to happen is that when you are coming everybody starts running because you, you have lost your self-esteem you have lost your dignity which is why somebody who is sitting by you right now has no food to eat but she will never ask you because there is a little bit of dignity and respect in every man so for this woman to go to the prophet to say prophet my husband you know was very poor and when he died we are owing they are coming for my two sons and when you get the, see the question elisha asked so what can i do for you woman you see that the question doesn't make sense but elisha saw us because probably it was not the first time the woman was going to cry the woman might have been going and so around this time probably elisha was you know a woman again what can i do for you but elisha heard the woman clearly that the woman said she was oi and they were coming for her sons woman so what can i do what do i do and then the holy ghost checked the man again and said okay so what do you have in your house it's not easy when you have to come low to tell people you are hungry you need money for transport it's not easy it's a difficult condition and god knows it so here is the way out the best person to always go and put your problem is god himself because when you start asking men you'll be losing your self-esteem and your respect and your dignity people will start running away from you so god is the best person here is the second condition when you have to borrow let me deal with the negatives of borrowing and then i'll come to the positive number one negative anytime you borrow you become a slave to the one you are borrowed from the borrower is a slave to the lender how long could you become a slave number two negative about borrowing nobody borrows you money to become self-sufficient 
Anything they borrow and give to you is to solve a problem in the moment so that tomorrow you are in want again and come back to them. Nobody. Uh, uh, so you want to borrow money from me? Uh, how much do you want to borrow? Oh, uh, uh, not much. I just need about 52 to buy units for my uh, phone. Oh, 52 Ghana cities. It's too small. I want to borrow you 100 million. That's huge. 100 million means you'll come back again. 100 million means that you can build a new house. 100 million means that you can check a new car. 100 million means that you can start a new business. 100 million means that you can employ people. 100 million cities changes you overnight. So who is going to borrow you that money? So number one, if you borrow, you are a slave. Number two, if you borrow, they don't solve your problems. They just give you something that will give you a briefer. Just that moment. Whatever. But here is the other side of borrowing. When you go, go to your neighbors. Borrow empty bottles. Borrow a lot. Borrow. Now, why would they easily give the empty bottles? They'll give the empty bottle because they don't see the empty bottles or nothing. So, what? How many? Oh, I want twenty. No, no, I have fifty. Take everything. Empty bottles. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't need them. But what they don't know is that that's what God is looking for. When God is wanting to turn your situation around, He is not going to use what people need. He uses what people don't need. What they throw away. That's what He uses, and He's going to turn that around. And so, whenever you are going to borrow money, don't borrow money that to fix your problem in the moment instant and in the moment borrow money that will turn your situation around yeah. that's it borrow empty vessels and give God the opportunity to turn your situation around let me bring it home let me bring you home now when people give you 10 Ghana cities 5 Ghana cities quickly you are going to run you are going to buy ice cream you are going to buy those things from today stop those things when they borrow you 5 10 Ghana 2 come to the altar and pray and say God I thank you for these 5 Ghana cities I pray that you turn this money around bless my hand so that I will not continue to be borrowing let this one become like an empty vessel turn it around and let me have supply of oil go sell the oil and pay your debt. Sell the oil and cancel your debt. This is the season where you will never owe anymore. Don't owe anymore. Don't, 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 don't rejoice as soon as they give you one gun or two gun and say, hey, you are going to buy units for your phone. You, no, no, hey, hey, Charlie, I'm going to cut them one too. I'm going to buy you. Hey, hey, hey. What they have borrowed you is an empty vessel. That's what God is needing. He said, borrow a lot. Carry plenty. Come to the altar. Say, God, prosper my hand. Same economy. Same salary, but the hands are not the same. Some hands are blessed and some hands are cursed. I pray that when you are here, your hands must be blessed. Anything that touches your hand must, must multiply. Is that the prayer that I want praying? I pray that from today, that thing that make your hand loses things, I cut that spirit off. I, I curse it. I break it. Clap. Say, Father, prosper my hand. Say, Lord, bless my hand. Say, Lord, bless my hand. Bless my hand. Bless my hand. Say, Lord, when empty bottles touch my hand, multiply them and turn the empty bottles around. That's the prayer you must start praying. Otherwise, anything that force your hand will never yield. Here is a, the third condition that I pray that God will give you the grace. When you have to lock yourself up in the room, it's not an easy condition at all. You are not sick. But you are not coming now because when you come now, somebody will arrest you. You are not coming now because somebody is chasing you. Get empty bottles. Lock yourself in the room. 
When you lock yourself in a room, that's where God comes through for you. When God is coming, he's coming into your bedroom. I, I, I do recall when I was growing. Then my mother, early in the morning after her devotion and so on, she wouldn't come out to go and um, uh, go her rounds and go and get something to come and cook for lunch. And then my mother would tell me, ah, ah, crunchy, uh, you see, so so and so be coming. Uh, one woman called Agwenye. Agwenye sells uh, fish and then uh, cassava and my mother has been buying on credit and so on. Agwenye will be coming. When she comes, tell her, I am not in. I say, ma, you are not in. Where are you? Are you not here? He said, Crunchy, don't be silly. I said, just tell, tell her that I'm not in. So I see Agwenye coming, and then I'm playing outside. Crunchy, is your mother there? Eh, eh, oh, you know, when you're a child and they are telling you how to lie, uh, the thing doesn't come properly. Uh, there is one part of you that wants to speak the truth. Another part wants you to obey and protect your mother. And so my mother will have to stay in the room. Huh? When I go, I say, Crunchy, has she gone? I say, eh. He said, make sure she has crossed the street. Because we stay by the roadside. If the woman has not crossed the street, she hasn't gone. Because I'm not the only person owing. There are a lot of people in the vicinity. So she'll be going round, 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 round. If I come out, this woman will see me. So my mother is not sick, but she's locked. May that never be your situation. You are running away from, 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 from people. You are running away from your creditors. You are, you are running away from your shadow. You are running away from your sins. You are running. It must not happen. But on the other hand, when you come to the place where you are in need and you have to lock yourself up in a room to, to seek the face of the Lord, that's where God comes. God will take now, take the jar of oil, take the first empty bottle, pour it. And as you pour it, you see a multiplication taking place. And you are filling the bottles, you are filling the bottles, you are filling the bottles, you are filling the bottles. It is when you lock yourself up that you see God in your bedroom and in your closet. Now, now, when, when you, you have to lock yourself, uh, not because you are waiting upon the Lord, but because you are running away from somebody, that can be real, 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 real challenge. And I prophesy in the mighty name of Jesus that the Lord will cancel death over your head. That when you are walking in town, you walk in town with confidence. You are not owing people. People are owing you. Am I blessing somebody here today? Blessing here somebody. When you borrow money, may you turn the money into something and make it big and prosper. I prophesy. Now let me, let me discuss this woman with you. And then let me see whether we will learn some few, few things. This woman is... The 25th born from her father's house. So it, her father had some other children and then married, you know, her mother. And then one, two, three, four, she's 25th. I don't know how many are behind her. She's 25th. By virtue of the number that she falls in, she didn't receive proper education because. For a large family like this, you, you have to help your father at home. So education was nil. Furthermore, when she got to the age that she wanted to marry, she married a man that was twice her age. Twice her age. Now, see whether you can also contain this one. She had 19 children with this man. 
I don't know how they did it. Whether they were born two times a year. 19 children. 19 children because there was poverty at home. All the children didn't do well. Nine of them died. Her husband, unfortunately, is called Samuel. Unfortunately, the husband was a pastor. The story goes that the Samuel could owe so much that people would take her to the financial court and then they would jail him. So once he's in jail, the woman will be preaching in the church and be taking care of the babies. As a result of 19 children, she became definitely not a healthy woman. And every time she was sick, she would be sick in bed. This woman suffered. As a result of the father sometimes in jail, and this woman being sick always, the children became something unruly. Couldn't control the children. Those who were not going to school were not going to school. Those who were doing rascalism were doing rascalism. Only two of them decided to walk straight and to behave themselves. Only two. The story is also told that many times she and the husband will be fighting in front of the children. So there was no love also in the house. When the children grew up, those two who didn't yield to the satanic manipulations happened to be John Wesley and Charles Wesley. This is the family they come from. Raised by this woman. John Wesley is the founder of the Methodist Church. When you hear Methodist, 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 the one who started that church comes from this background. And, and Charles Wesley, his brother, wrote nearly, they say 7,000, 5,000 to 7,000 hymns, one single person. The two brothers were able to educate themselves to Oxford, graduated from Oxford, from that background. And as for Charles Wesley, oh, he's, he's, my, he's my favorite, he's my favorite. He's the one who sang this song. Ah, our, our, our strength, thy grace, our rule, thy word, our end, thy glory, <laughs> thy, thy grace, our room, thy word, thy word, our We are told that they wrote most of their songs in the midnight hour. Those guys were spiritual. When everybody is sleeping, they will just wake up. And God will be speaking to them. Hey. The clouds of the protecting in our strength. Our strength. Thy grace, our rule. I don't know what your background is. I don't know who forsook you. I don't know what you have gone through. But I see Charles Wesley in you. I see John Wesley in you. 
see sovereignty under you. I see you rising and I see you making it. This Mother's Day, that's the message I give to you. You will be celebrated. People will hear of you. Your room situation will turn around. Right now you are covered in shame. But the Lord is about to lift up your head. The Lord is about to lift up your head. in your house I was waiting upon the Lord recently and suddenly I, I stopped praying and a, a, a song came to my heart and, and those of you who when, when you sing some old songs and you get tired you haven't seen God for 30, 45 minutes I was just singing and I will cry and I will stop I say God I mean what I am saying Niawu ye mami de ninanti That was all the song. That was just a line. I, I wanted to let God know how I'm grateful for the things. I couldn't recount. So I said, Niawu ye All the things that you have done for me. Ninanti. Eradibe. And I gave him worship and I, I sang and I said, Lord, I mean it. I felt God around me. I felt God. I felt it. Jesus. Then when I got to a place, I said, Oh, Has changed inside of you. Those who want to suppress you, soon they are running away from you. Your head shall rise out of shame and you walk with boldness and confidence. That's somebody you'll be celebrated. That's somebody you'll be celebrated. There are two scriptures I just had to leave. The first one is Psalm 127. The verse 3 says that children are a fruit of the womb, a blessing. Uh, an inheritance or a heritage, that is what we have. Blessed is the one who has, whose quiver is full of children. For his children shall defend him at the city gate against his enemies. So that child that you are crying over, that is a burden, is a problem, you don't know, it's, it's, that's your, 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 your armor, that's your weapon to defeat your enemies. It's, children are a blessing. They are a fruit. A reward. That's what God says. It doesn't, it doesn't matter whether you are raped. It doesn't matter if the man ran away. It, does, it doesn't matter. 
a certain man ran away. My mother kept serving of us. We buried her well. We took care of her well. Uh, I was going to end with Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 and 2, which I did. Verse 7 says, because of your trouble, the Lord will give you double. <laughs> For, for every situation negatively that you have gone through, when God turns it around, God gives you double. Now, woman, sell the oil, pay your debt, and the rest of the money, live on it. From that day, poverty was cancelled from their house. When they encountered the power of God, you will see poverty again. You will see poverty again. I'm not saying today, but I'm saying after the Lord has tested your faith, and you have waited, and your time of visitation has come, Adiawayama Sarah, Adiawayama Hannah, Adiawayama Elizabeth. I, I, I see greatness all over this place. You, you, these voices, you will be great. You will be prosperous. Your marriage will be better than your parents. You, you, you cannot be honoring God on this altar Sunday after Sunday, Sunday after Sunday, and you be the same. It's not possible. God is too faithful. Too faithful. message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copy of this and any other life-changing CD, please look up the address on your CD. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you. Ancient words will guide.